Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home Bifazlillah, we have covered the family lineage of Sayyidina Osman radiallahu ta'ala And we have also covered the hijrah of Hazrat Osman radiallahu ta'ala with his family to Abyssinia However, tonight, inshallah, I wish to speak on a very important subject related to Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala as Muslims, as people who follow the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah Aqeedah it's imperative that we have a very clear picture of how Khilafat was given to Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu ta'ala we cannot doubt the Khilafat even for a minute we have to make sure that our Aqeedah we are very firm upon this Aqeedah it is part of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'at Aqeedah that Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu ta'ala is the most worthiest and he qualifies as the Khalifa after the demise of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala and there is no question about that as far as the aqaid of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah is concerned respected brothers and the reason why I say that that we have to be very very careful today we go to book uh, we go to bookstores and there are many books in the market even today I personally have uh, seen and read many many books unfortunately the shopkeepers don't have the understanding there are so many books out there and when you buy a book, when you select a book, you have to be very, very careful. Even when it comes to a hadith and its translation, even the tafsir of the Quran, uh, then what can one say about the history of Islam? So we have to be very, very careful. Allahu Akbar, you will find a lot of these authors are not even scholars, are not even ulama or have no knowledge. Generally, they might be just people who have um, good power over the pen and good writers. And it's also a very lucrative business nowadays. And they decide to write a book and it's in the market and they start to sell. 
So we have to be very very careful We have to know how Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq became the Khalifa How Umar Farooq became the Khalifa And especially the Khilafat that was transferred to Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala Allahu Akbar From day one the enemies have been the Rafsis and the Shias A lot of even the Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaat scholars Have fallen into the trap of the Shia movement And you will find many narrations That have crept into their own books Which is totally fabricated Totally fabricated There is no authenticity If you uh, were to do your research Upon the chains of transmissions You will find that everything is totally out of order uh, This is something that has been fabricated by the Shia Ravzi Because they are the enemies of the companions They are not prepared to accept the fact that Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an should be the Khalifa over Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an So a lot of people, a lot of books have written many many different issues on this subject So we have to be very careful What you read, please verify it by a scholar And a scholar who knows history or a scholar who, who has got some knowledge at least Otherwise it can change your entire mindset Entire mindset Allahu Akbar a lot of the books that are out there today about Harun Yahya also And um, I'm not saying any of the, the books are wrong But as far as his scientific um, explanation is concerned uh, That is all correct, that is all right And it's good the way they've put it They've put a lot of money uh, into all of the books They've covered virtually all the topics But you have to be very very careful I was reading through some of the books And in there um, It is mentioned It talks about um, the evolution theory And many other books that have been written At first I even spoke to One of the shopkeepers And I said to him that I've read the entire book But I don't come across any of the hadith It is only the Quran verses That I see there Where, where are the ahadith Why don't you quote the hadith But then alhamdulillah The other books I've seen That they also have the hadith so please don't get me wrong, I'm not issuing here a fatwa that Harun Yahya books are wrong, I'm not saying that. But certainly there is one section generally in the books of Harun Yahya which is debatable. Where Now Harun Yahya is not an individual, it's a team of scholars of course. Uh, whereby he says that Allah has not created every single one of us in this dunya like how we are sitting in Masjid Omar. This is uh, just something that we picture in the mind We are actually sitting somewhere Static in one position somewhere In a chamber Wherever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decide, decided For all of the human beings And then we are all asleep And we are just picturing Okay, today is Friday I'm in Masjid Omar I've got brothers in front of me I'm doing a lecture And there's no movement It's all in the mind and this is the Aqeedah So we have to be very very careful This is wrong Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Khaliq And I've explained that today Khaliq means that Allah has created everything Allah says Now this is not my topic But I'm just going It came in my mind Allah is the one who creates life for you 
and death, the concept of death also, it is something that has been created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah is khalik. So you can't say it is in a in a dream world that we are living in. So we have to be very, very careful. But other than that, alhamdulillah, you know, but we have to be very careful. Whatever you read, there is a lot of good in it. But at the same time, sometimes it can even change your understanding. So books are again a very powerful tool of uh, indoctrination. It can actually change your ideas, uh, especially those who, who want to read a lot. So we have to be very, very careful. You will find a lot of books uh, which speak about the Khilafat of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an and al-iyazu billah, they go as far as insulting and they've actually insulted Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an and, and they don't even realize that. And some foolish topics that, wallahu alam, I don't know where they get it from, that when Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an passed away, there were two groups. One was the Hashmi clan and the other one was the Banu Zahra clan. Now the Hashmi clan and the Banu Zahra clan were there and, sorry, one was the Hashmi clan and the Umayyah clan. And there was a dispute between the Hashmi and the Umayyah clan. And so the Umayyah clan forcefully took Khilafat and appointed Hazrat Uthman as their Khalifa. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-aliyil These are all fabricated narrations and incidents. All concocted, nothing of the sort. There is no authenticity about it. And in fact, some of them have even said that, oh, Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf from Ashare Mubashara, he selected Hazrat Uthman because Uthman radiallahu ta'ala was related to Abdul Rahman bin Auf. Now, Allama ibn Taymiyyah rahmatullah alayhi has completely rejected this. And he said that there is no blood ties with the Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an at all. There is no relationship of Hazrat Abdul Rahman and Hazrat Uthman. Rather, Abdul Rahman is from the Banu Zahra tribe, and Hazrat Abdul Rahman is from Banu Zahra, and Hazrat Abdul Rahman is from Banu Zahra, and Hazrat Uthman is from the Umayyah tribe. And the Banu Zahra tribe is more close to the, to the Hashmi tribe, which is the tribe of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an. So you will find, uh, a lot of things that have been fabricated. And I've touched on this, how the Khilafah transferred. But again, uh, I'm not satisfied. I wish that I want to take it by stages uh, and clearly put it to you, how the entire methodology took place of the transfer. So Alhamdulillah, it is embedded inside us. The shaitan uh, cannot put any uh, doubtful issues in our minds at all. Alhamdulillah, uh, we are at peace at that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also gives jazai khair to Hazrat uh, Umar radiallahu ta'ala an. What a great man he was. In fact, he gave the ummah a complete new formula, a new device, a system of how one should select a khalifa. Now in the modern world we have a system of democracy which is totally un-Islamic. Uh, democracy would mean, I'm not sure if Shabir Bhai, if you can correct me, our politician Shabir Bhai is here. And it's nice to see you Shabir Bhai after a long time. Uh, mashallah, you should be a bit regular nowadays, you know. So, Alhamdulillah, I can say that because of our relationship, Alhamdulillah. Hazrat, uh, sorry, in the modern world we have this system of democracy whereby if the majority of the people give their vote to someone, that person becomes a person in power, in position. He can become the prime minister, he can become the president, he can become a counselor. 
if all of you, if all of the people decide to vote one particular person, that's it, he is now the leader. He, ha- he has got a lot of political clout, he is the leader. Now, just listening to the radio, someone who is standing against Ken Livingston, it would be better if Ken Livingston becomes again the mayor of London, at least he sympathizes with the Palestinians. Uh, but there was another man running against him, a candidate for uh, the London mayor position. And he openly wants to reveal his sexuality. Openly. I heard this in the radio. I'm not sure. Is this. And he said that I am a gay. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Openly saying that I am a gay. And I want all of you to vote for me. <laughs> we're not talking about the Lib Dems here. <laughs> we're talking about this man who wants to be the London mayor. But this is the world that we are living in. Huh? So, Allahu Akbar, this is totally un-Islamic. If you have a team of Fasik Fajr, if you have total secular-minded people, a majority of them are those who have no respect for faith, not just Islam, but for faith. They don't have respect for faith. And that is why we are living in a very godless society. And it, it has also slowly affected the Muslim world. Because we ourselves don't know how to choose the right leader, the right Khalifa. And only if we study the Khilafat of the Khulafai Rashidin will we, will we have some better understanding. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala, and we won't talk about Mugabe and the rigging that has taken place there. Alhamdulillah, there was no malpractice, no rigging during the Khilafat of Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu ta'ala and everything, every position that was given was justified. Alhamdulillah. And this was something that was decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine people are dying in, in Zimbabwe. There's no food, but yet Mr. Mugabe or whatever the politics are, there is no head of state. This is the problem. This is the corruption. And today, again, in the world that we live in, we talk about a, a powerful economy and the prices are very high. People can't even afford to buy a house. And the only problem is because we haven't got the Islamic system. Because there is sued interest in everything. And then you get those who want to take control of everything. And these are the people who take control of total finance. This is not my subject, my respected brothers. Allah give jazai khair to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. An. What he did is that he restricted Khilafat to six people. The council of six. Now, in Islam, only that person can become an Amir or a Khalifa who is well noted for his piety. Everyone knows him. In fact, he is the most pious. And also that he has got sound knowledge of the Quran and the Sunnah. He is God-fearing person. That person can become a Khalifa. He qualifies to be a Khalifa. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an did not use his power or his authority to make a unilateral decision that I am selecting someone as a Khalifa after me. No. He gave them a choice of six. And these were the most muttaki in the whole of the Islamic Khilafat at that time. They were the Ashra Mubashara. Hazrat Ali, Hazrat Uthman, and Hazrat Zubair, Hazrat Sa'ad, Hazrat Talha, Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Awf radiallahu ta'ala an the Council of Six. And what he said, that I will allow the people to choose. So that way he has also given freedom to the people of Medina, that you can choose who you want. But it's not about the majority puts an individual into power. 
it is only one from the six which Hazrat Umar has already chosen that these are the muttaqeen of the time. So if you want to choose, you will not go wrong. Choose one from the six. Choose one from the six. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give him jazai khair. This has always been the system in Islam. Allahu Akbar. You look at uh, other Muslim countries, they don't want scholars to take power. And what do they say? They say, no, no, no. In Islam, Islam and Madrasa, Masjid on one side, politics is on one side. Islam, Madrasa is on one side and politics is on one side. Halaki, as-siyasatu min ad-deen, politics is part of Islam. As-siyasatu min ad-deen, politics is part of deen, it is part of Islam. So Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala an gave them a choice that in three days one has to be selected as a khalifa. Now very quickly just to explain to you the entire system, the method, methodology that was applied for choosing and putting Hazrat Umar Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an into power. The council of six uh, sat in the hujra, the house of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha all of them were there. The council of six were there. Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf was a, a man who was well respected. The senior man of the Shura team also during the Khilafat of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and also during the Khilafat of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So a lot of them had very high regards and respect for Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf. Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf in the very starting uh, of that meeting that had convened in the Hujra of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, he said that I have a proposal if all of you are willing to accept. And he said from the six, one has to be the Khalifa. So we have to quickly decide. Allah's uh, Rasul's great Khalifa Umar has only given three days. And this meeting started on Yawmul Ahad. Sunday morning and the deadline was by the Wednesday the Fajr of Wednesday Subah Sadiq that was the deadline so you have three days so Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf said what are we going to decide my proposal is that if some of you here are prepared to step down and who feel that there is someone better than myself and I want to delegate him and nominate him and he is my preference as a Khalifa. Uh, everyone here is free to do that. So if anybody wants to step down and nominate someone else on his behalf, who feel that this person is more worthy as being the Khalifa after Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf said that we would want to hear that from all of you here. Very quickly, Hazrat Zubair radiallahu ta'ala an stood up and he said, I am willing to step down. I don't want to become a Khalifa, I will step down. Because I feel that Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala is a better person than myself and more qualified to be the Khalifa after Hazrat Umar. This was the opinion of who? Hazrat Zubair. And then Hazrat Talha stood up and he said, I will step down also, but I nominate Hazrat Osman. That I feel no Hazrat Osman is a better Khalifa. And then you had Hazrat Sa'ad. So Hazrat Sa'ad stood up and he said, I am 
stepping down from Khilafat and I nominate Abdul Rahman bin Auf. So now, from the six, 50% of the committee has been shrinked and dissolved. Barabar. So three have stepped down and they say, right, we, the three of us agree to the other three that have been, that are remaining. So now you had Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf, Hazrat Uthman, and Hazrat Ali, very quickly. Now who is to be the Khalifa from the three? Allahu Akbar, if you read the seerah of Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf, there, there was a lot of chance for Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf to become a Khalifa at that time, straight after the demise of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, because he was the right hand man of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala also. Uh, the senior man to advise Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf then stood up and he said that I also step down. I step down and I feel that the Khilafat is between Hazrat Uthman and Hazrat Ali. So now from the six you have two remaining. But Hazrat Abdul Rahman was a very intelligent man. How are the two to decide who is to be the Khalifa? And at the same time, you had different, different tribes waiting outside Madinatul Munawwara to see what is happening. Anything could go wrong. That is why Hazrat Umar restricted everything to six people and the time duration was only three days. So Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf said, I step down, but if all of you agree, all of you agree here, the six, if everybody agrees, I would want to select one as a Khalifa from Hazrat Ali and Hazrat Uthman and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching over me only after consulting everyone in Madinatul Munawwara. So I want you to make me a hakam, an arbitrator or a judge and I will judge uh, with sincerity after consulting all of the people of Madinatul Munawwara taking their opinion and see what their opinion is, then one will be appointed as a Khalifa, if everyone here agrees, and he repeated again, and not to forget that Allah is watching us. Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala agreed immediately, Hazrat Uthman agreed, Hazrat Zubair agreed, Hazrat Talha agreed, that all of the council members agreed, and they said, yes, we agree. Who can even doubt Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf radiallahu ta'ala? If he wanted to take power, there was an opportunity for him to become a Khalifa. But he himself stepped down. And he said, no, I will choose if you allow me because we haven't got time. Now, coming back to step two. Uh, this was on a Sunday. Now it is decided that Khilafat will be given either to Hazrat Ali or to Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. The first thing Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf does is that he goes and he meets the other senior companions of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam who were not from the Ashray Mubashira. Remember, it was after the Hajj season, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an passed away, and at that time all of his governors were also in Madinatul Munawwara who would come to visit Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So at that time in Medina, you also had the likes of Amir Muawiyah, a great man who was at that time the governor of Syria. 
and you had the likes of Hazrat Amr ibn al-As radiyallahu ta'ala an, who was the governor of Egypt. So other companions were there. So Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf first went to all of the Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een that were there in Madinatul Munawwara and personally would meet them and say, what is your opinion? Hazrat Ali or Hazrat Uthman? Hazrat Ali or Hazrat Uthman? And he would write and record everything down. After meeting Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een, then he also met up with the, the commanders of the Muslim army because that is also very important that the commanders of the Muslim army must also have their opinion they must air their opinion also who they want and so he met all of the commanders of the Muslim army after that uh, we talk about democracy subhanallah can they be uh, another accurate and more fair system than this Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf then uh, even took the opinion of Muslim women in Madinatul Munawwara. He even asked the women that what is your opinion? And this was of course behind a veil, the hijab was there. And then he even wanted the opinion of the slaves of Madinatul Munawwara and even the youth and the children of Madinatul Munawwara. And so for two days continuously he did not sleep, day and night, meeting everyone. He went to everybody, the leader, the head of every tribe, asking them, who is your opinion, who is your opinion. From the six, everything has been dissolved to two. It's either Hazrat Ali or Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. Then came the day Sunday. Now the deadline was the time of Fajr Salah. Immediately there was no time. Hazrat Abdurrahman bin Auf went to his nephew's house, Hazrat Miswar. And he knocked on the door and Hazrat Miswar was sleeping. So he said to the nephew, Miswar, you are sleeping and I haven't slept for many days. Go immediately and call for me. In the night, this is in the night. Go and call for me Hazrat Talha and Hazrat Zubair. And so Hazrat Talha and Zubair came and Hazrat Abdurrahman bin Auf sat with them and he was talking with them at length for a few hours. After that he said, okay, Abdurrahman, uh, Hazrat Zubair and Hazrat Talha can go. And he said, now I want you to go and call Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. So Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala came one to one, there was no one in the room. And he spoke with Hazrat Ali for half the night, halfway through the night. And then after speaking to him, he said, now go and call Hazrat Uthman. And so Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an came and he spoke to him until the Adhan of Fajr. Once the Adhan of Fajr had taken place, Hazrat Abdurrahman bin Auf entered the masjid and all of the Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een were to be there. And this time it, all of them were to be informed of the new Khalifa after the demise of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an. Hazrat Abdurrahman bin Auf radiallahu ta'ala an sat near the pulpit after the Fajr Salah and he read the khutbah and he, uh, he, he gave salutations durood upon, sent durood upon Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he said that after consulting all of the people of Madinatul Munawwara it seems that the majority of the people won Hazrat Uthman as the Khalifa majority of the people want Hazrat Uthman as the Khalifa and therefore we have decided that Khilafat goes to Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an, and he is the Khalifa. At the same time Hazrat Abdurrahman bin Auf said, this does not discredit the, the honor and the state of, uh, status of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an at all. 
This was just the opinion of the majority of the people that it would be better if Khilafat is given to who? Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala who was also senior and who had a lot of experience. You remember he was a businessman, he met up with a lot of people, uh, he was the first man to do hijrat with his family. So he was a man who was well known, other people also knew him. So they felt that the right man to have Khilafat is Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala now after Abdul Rahman bin Auf doing bay'ah to Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala the second person to do bay'ah to the hands of Hazrat Uthman was Hazrat Ali who was it? Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala now imagine Allama ibn Kathir rahmatullah alayhi has said that there is a consensus upon the khilafat of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala Everyone 100% agreed uh, without any disruption that the Khilafat goes to Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an, and this is how he was appointed the Khalifa after Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. An. Our brothers awake. A very important message, my respected brothers. We need to understand how the Khilafat was given to Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. An. And very quickly, inshallah, just to conclude the session, I have taken out some ahadith from uh, the authentic books of hadith, which also indirectly, the words of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa clearly hint towards the Khilafat of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. An. We have one hadith which is narrated by Hazrat Ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala and this is in Bukhari Sharif. He says that at the time of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we did not regard anyone equal to Hazrat Abu Bakr, Umar and Uthman. What did he say? That during the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we did not regard anyone equal to Hazrat Abu Bakr, Hazrat Umar and Hazrat Uthman. Again, a clear indication, a hint here given to us that the three were the most famous and most elites. These were the companions who were very, very close to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in another hadith, which is in Bukhari Sharif also, Hazrat Abu Musa al-Sharif is the narrator. He says, Anna Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam dakhala ha'itan. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam entered a garden and he told me, Hazrat Abu Musa says, Allah's Nabi said to me, to watch the gate of the garden. So I have to stand near the gate of the garden. And a man came and he wanted to enter the garden. I went to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and said to him, O Messenger of Allah, do you give permission? Allah's Nabi said, Allow him to come. Now Rasulullah did not know sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allow him to come and give him the glad tidings of Jannah. And who came? Hazrat Abu Bakr. The first man to come was Hazrat Abu Bakr. Then after Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, again another person came and he wanted to enter. Again Hazrat Abu Musa went to Rasulullah to ask permission. Allah's Nabi said the same thing. Allow him to come and give him the, the glad tidings of Jannah. Who came? Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. And then after a while, somebody else came, a third person who came. Summa jaa akharu yasta'zinu fasakata. And a third person came. And again Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hazrat Abu Musa, I'izan lahu, give him the glad tidings of Jannah, wa bashirhu bil Jannah, 
give him the glad tidings of Jannah. But Allah's Nabi puts a condition here. Ala balwa satusibuhu. Ala balwa satusibuhu. He will, he is given the glad tidings of Jannah, but after a lot of difficulty that will touch him, a lot of trials and tribulation, turmoil that will take place during the Khilafat of Hazrat Uthman. Now, Muhaddisin have agreed that this is the line of Khilafat. The first man was Abu Bakr Siddiq, the second man was Hazrat Omar Farooq, and the third man was Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. And even more explicit was is the narration of uh, Abu Dawood in his Sunan, uh, one hadith that is mentioned here, Hazrat Jabir radiallahu ta'ala an is the narrator. He says, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to us, that a pious man was shown a dream. Who is this pious man? Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah's Nabi is saying, that a pious man was shown a dream in the night. And this pious man is, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. What was the dream? That Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an was tied to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And that Umar radiallahu ta'ala an was tied to Hazrat Abu Bakr. And that Hazrat Uthman was tied to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. What does this say, my respected brothers? Clearly the muhaddisin have said that this is again the line of Khilafat. There should be no doubt whatsoever. A lot of ulamas give their opinion and they have to be very, very careful, my respected brothers. As Muslims, as followers of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'at, we should be firm in our belief that the first Khalifa was Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, second Hazrat Umar Farooq, and the third was Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an. And only after Hazrat Uthman, Khilafat was given to Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. At the same time, alhamdulillah, the people of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaat have the highest regard for Hazrat Ali. And all of us dearly love Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. We love all of the companions. We love the Ahl Bayt of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa akhiru da'wana. And alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم تسليما اللهم تقبل منا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم نستغفرك ونتوب إليك نستغفرك ونتوب إليك سمعنا وأطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين